All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Illusion Empire podcast. It is I, Illusion Empire. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 32nd episode of the Illusion Empire podcast. For this episode, it's going to be short. Not as much items because, to me, not many things are were that eventful. Except you want me to report the normal looting and uh, military, and well, not well, more specifically, National Guard clash with the protests. Oh, yeah, you'll find plenty of that in the internet. And I'm not going to report on that because that you get that anywhere else. All right. So the only thing that seems interesting for me for politics, please excuse the noise. You might hear dirt bikes zooming through. Neighborhood is still a little loud and chaotic from the not from the protesters exactly, more for the rioters and looters, the more criminal, the more filthy element of the revolution. So those are fears causing a bunch of noise. So uh, item number one will be the all the four cops that have killed. George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota have been charged second degree murder. Okay, that's I am the one. Two is the former Pentagon well the top, former top Pentagon official Mr. James Mattis, aka Mad Dog Mattis speaks out against Trump in such a great way. That's topic number two. And this one I'm not going to consider political, even though you can debate that it is, because to me, he was a pretty apolitical person. He tried to stay out of politics. Not try to stay out, but he tried not to let political influence deter his great judgment. Okay, this is why he became such a great general. Because you're a hack. If you're because if you're a general that's a hack for either left or the right, that's gonna distort your um, decision making. So that's Mad Dog Mass Fuse. That's for number two. Three will be uh, for weird topic finale is the life before the Iranian Revolution, which happened in 1979. And you see through this um, source as I verbally talk through it, uh, how similar it was to the United States or the West in general, and its culture, what they wear, and how they um, behaved until the rise of Anatola Khomeini, who did his best to try to purge all the Western influence in his view, try to ruin. The Iranian culture, identity, and strength. Okay. So those are just your three topics of that. And we can then let's dive a little more to the first one. So this is from a lot of news source, but I'm gonna pick the New York Post because it captures everything on one in one article says so saying, Oh, the other three officers got charged. <laughs> yeah, well, I like this one because the way they uh form it together. So it looks like the Attorney General um, in there, Keith Ellison, has is doing some of his work, and he have upgraded charges from third degree to second degree murder to um, 
Yeah, the more charges they get, the better, really. So, now of course, Amy Klobuchar wants to share it for political points, obviously. Yeah. And it's and it's, this is not exactly life sentence because according to the Minnesota law, some people have to understand that different states have different laws. It's not going to operate. Not everything's going to operate like New York. Okay. So according to the Minnesota law, second degree murder covers death in quote with intent, but without premeditation. End quote. And it's punishable up to 40 years in prison. So, I'm sure there's going to be more updates on this. And I'm sure the other three um, officers are going to get different charges. I think they're going to get a little less severe charges than Mr. Devik Chavin. And let's remember the names of the other three officer. Who just stood there and support this psychotic Devic Chapman, Told Tao, J. Alexander Quang, and Thomas Lane. They've been charged with eighty and evading murder, according to law enforcement sources. Okay, and this is progress, but I won't necessarily um, cheer. And the reason I'm not going to cheer is because. I don't want them officially convicted for life. In my opinion, it's just strictly my opinion, that would be the more, you know, appropriate goal here, appropriate end game for this. Because what they did was dead wrong. You know, it shouldn't even matter if you're left or right. Or you're independent. This is just objectively wrong of what happened here. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And Keith Ellison, just keep doing the good work. And I hope you can reach the goal that me and many others um, want. Is to get these police officers locked up for life for what they have done. All right. So, and there's, of course, police officers supporting the protest, which is a, such a beautiful sight. You know, it's it's a really beautiful sight. Um, I just hope that it's not doing it for show, and that's all I have to say about that. I just hope it's consistent, and they maintain that, because that will be great. And one more before we transition. One thing i like to add before we transition to the second segment. I will be putting ads starting this episode and um, onwards. As we're getting reopening, um, I actually want to restore some normalcy to podcast just to symbolically represent the reopening of America. All right, so we will reach the second segment soon. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast 
so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. All right. We have reached the second segment of this podcast. So for this entertainment section, I call this entertainment because to me, this is very, very, very good rebuke, in my opinion. It was more well thought out. And not just that, I'm going to warn you, I do have her bias in support of James Mad Dog Mattis. For obvious reasons. I mean, like I said before, he was a general who did not let politics influence his decision, which is to me great. He focused on the mission and got it done. And the great ability, he had great leadership. They call him Mad Dog because his warrior, like, um, fighter competency and intellect. But he wasn't Mad Dog in a rabid kind of sense. Let's just clear that up right there for those who do not know who James Mattis was. And he used to work in the Trump cabinet until they, um, you know, until he resigned because they reached an impasse and couldn't reach uh, an agreement. I forgot what the military deal was, but I supported him withdrawing from that cabinet. But at the same time, it wasn't good because look at look what's what's going on. He's using he's gonna he's threatening to Donald Trump is threatening to use military in the process. I mean, just you can find a bunch of videos. I don't have to put one here. I'm just gonna put um. My search for a mad dog pass, but there's a lot of stuff popping up on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever social media site y'all need, even TikTok. Um, that there are, you know, there there's protesters throwing tear gas and shooting rubber bullets. I mean, things is really getting crazy, but this is what this is what to expect, especially you know when you include. Super aggressive military and super psychotic and criminal um, riders and looters. I mean, mostly the protests are useful, but the mainstream media, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. But actually, let me stop right there. I'm going off the tangent. I'm going off the tangent. I'm going off the rails. Whoa. <laughs> Illusion Empire. Calm down. Calm down, dude. All right. So enough of that. So let's get to the topic at hand here. So, Mr. Mad Dog, this is the source here would be from the Daily Mail, a great source in my opinion. Um, they do well documented. It's a pretty thorough um, article. It's not just one, two. It's not one page. You know, they, they do got some crappy articles too. So, oh, he said this. Oh, breaking his all break. Oh, then she replied back. I hate that kind of news. It's just noise. It doesn't. 
it's not useful, you know, it's not really useful, you know, and of course, Trump really liked the guy, but, but, you know, he had a different opinion, I respect him, he didn't change his ways to please Trump's flimsy ego, all right, he's wrote an op-ed in the, at the Atlantic, and I'm going to put in quote, I'm going to paraphrase here. Donald Trump is the first president that they that didn't even try to unite us, the American people. And I got to say, he's um, right. So, and then, and then he, even, he even went further to compare the tactics. Not Donald Trump, so the tactics they use to divide a nation. That's what the Nazis did to gain power. Mm, I don't know. I think it's a little too far, but I do agree that he is not a good. He he does not unite. At that part, I agree. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure if he's gonna do that well. Um, and he even did he? Of course, he says that. And you know, he said that um, the American answer to this is, is union, and union their strength. And then he says the American people will rise above the politics and sure, which I agree. We'll get there, I'll say eventually. So a lot of people wake the hell up. So just be on on their little bubble. And and then he even attacked Trump's photo op thing. And then he even had the Bible thing. Then of course he's very Paul disgusted. He called for unity and calm. And he has really went deep into... um, And of course, he supports the marches and protests. Yeah, I support that too because people just... You know, we going through the same thing all over again. I mean, a couple of years ago, I'm not going to excuse the fire truck noise. I'm going to say that I... Do apologize for that. The fire truck noise was loud. And I will normally filter it. But now you know what's going on out the windows of case. People go batshit crazy. So there are protests. And there's protests about about George Floyd. Yeah, we know that. Um What's interesting here is so I have joined the military over 50 years ago is where oath to support and defend the Constitution. He said he never dared to dream of the troops taking the same oath in order any circumstance to violate constitutional rights of citizens and and provide a bizarre photo op. I thought that was insane. I mean, Trump is under a lot of pressure. And and this is I would say this is ridiculous. I hope it stays at the national guard level, but the troops start coming in there, it's gonna be martial law. And ironically, for the right wing people that was peddling that the left are bringing this, I was like, I don't know, y'all. You know, Trump actually brought it, and he's a Republican, so <laughs> that would be ironic. I'll support Trump and many Democrats again if I'm independent. I mean, you have to really convince me hard. I'm stubborn as an ox when it comes to 
um, some politics, especially in some decisions, because if I know they're terrible, if I could easily pull out legit articles of them being corrupt or, and what they say versus what they do, you know, they, I will just pull it right there and I will, or I'll be passionate. I mean, I won't, it's not personal. It's just when it comes to politics or there's certain things I'm pretty passionate about. But I'm not a bigot to the point that I will not listen to different opinion. So, I, you know, a lot of people has grown bigoted. I've seen Facebook of links of removing people. And we got links specifically removing people that uh, support Donald Trump. And based on my personal friends list, all of them seem mostly uh, white males, which will support the left's narrative of his base. A lot of white guys, and with the exception of one, one is more African American. But you know, I'm sure he doesn't like him. He has a lot of anti. I think he just likes him just to follow, see what stupidity um he's gonna say, so he could just you know have an idea, have a so-called informed opinion on what he's gonna say or do, and, and he resigned. And he resigned. Okay. He stood up and he defend, you know, he defend again, you know, he defended his decision to keep the transgender people in the army because we have low troops and, and you know, you can't just replace sergeants and generals just like that. Uh, so I perfectly, I, I, I agree with that. I spoke to a friend who was an actual Trump supporter. I told me that. And I told him, look, I approve a lot of things that Mad Dog Madness did, especially when he defied Trump. So, haha, you see, he has his own mind. He's not just the type of guy that's going to go along and with every crap and kiss Trump's ass. He has his own mind. Now, you see, he even tried to fought him against the Trumplican influence. Yeah, I'm calling it Trumplican. There's Trump and Republican, so I'm mashing that together. So... And this Mark Epser guy, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I'm so far, I don't, um, I don't know if I should support him or not. He, he looks more like a Trump yes man, a Trump ass kisser, so to speak. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to support him. So, it's ridiculous. We need to act in unity. We need to... You know, we we need to unite, and this thing needs to calm down. At least, the, at least the rioting and the looting aspect of it. I do agree with the criticism, condemnation of it. It's just wrong, and a lot of it has nothing to do with um, black Black Lives Matter. If it does give me great evidence, that it does. I like to look at evidence before I change my mind. I try to look as many evidence as I can before I make an informed or misinformed decisions. It's, you know, certain of them is misinformed. So, so he does have a um, military background, so that's good. Um, I'm not going to go with CNN has to say. I don't trust them. And then Epser actually came in opposite, opposition with Insert. The Insurrection Act, which is to bring deploy the military and 
of course, it's going to eventually lead into um, martial law, and martial law is not pretty. It, the military take over the country, and it will operate just like any other third world um, country that has no, essentially, no rights. So I just, God forbid, it reached that point. So more people, come on, go against Trump with this one. This is a very big thing to clash against Trump in. And to be honest, I'm very disappointed in some of the Democrat leadership. They are just they are demonstrating great incompetence, just like the president. There you go. That's why I'm independent. Both of the parties suck. If you tell me otherwise, I'll be more than happy to argue with you. Well, actually, not argue. I mean, I'll have a debate with you regarding that. You don't want the military to have such a domestic role. I said, good. All right, you're finally speaking up. And stop acting like a dopehead and start um, attacking Trump, Mr. Mark Ebsner. Or Esper, whatever the hell your name is. So start doing the right thing. Go against Trump and oppose his crazy decision. All right, that's it. Do what Mattis did. So some cojones. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. I don't when that actually just went longer than I thought to be honest. But a lot of things. Mad Dog Mattis, you keep voicing opinion out there. Keep um saying what we have to say, and you know what? And then if the Republican base goes against you. You know what? Who freaking cares? Because they brainwashed sheep anyways. Both the left and the right got brainwashed sheep to begin with. So keep it on. Let's keep it on, man. Though, man. Maintain your independence. Maintain your credibility. That's it. We'll be reaching a third segment soon. We have reached the third and final segment of this podcast. This is the weird topic finale. Well, it's probably not that weird. Uh, we're going to talk about the life under the Shah, which was the last um, Iranian group that allowed the West influence to explode before um, the Iranian revolution emerged. Okay. And I am going to recommend a book because uh, this book has told the described on um, what the the process of the Iranian Revolution in a comic book form by Marjean Setrepi, which is of course an Iranian woman who um, experienced the um, the Iranian Revolution, and the book is called Persepolis. A great book. I uh, enjoy it. And then this is coming from all that. It's interesting. I actually like this website. It brings history and scientific topics. That's very, very interesting. Um, and he's full, you know, they, you know, before this Iranian revolution happened, 
Iran was Iran Iran's nation. Uh, their citizens was dressing very um, European like, or very Western like. You know, they had their hairs, their dresses, and they walk and how they study, how they communicated. And the West was having a lot of influence. You know, um, in in Iran. So there is um there were some things about that and of course now Iran is very different because they purged all that so what what caused the Iranian revolution to happen So during the Cold War, the Iranian has been ruled by the Shah monarchy, and it got its you know it got its money from Great Britain, and they rely on the purchases of oil. So of course they're part of the OPEC, even before the OPEC was formed. At the same time, a lot of Iranian people is living in poverty. The ones who looked at like Westerners were the middle class and the rich. Okay, and the people saw that their wealth was getting extracted. And a man named Mohammad Masadin—not sure if I pronounced his name correctly—he was prime minister in 1951. And he can, you know, he uh, was in power during that time, and he tried to do, he tried to reform things by nationalizing the Iranian oil, right? And Great Britain, they they love the fact they're able to get cheap and easy oil reserves from them, and of course they feared that this is Cold War, the West was against the Soviet Union at the time. They're just trying to finally get their hands on it, but things didn't go well, and he resigned, and then Masadin resigned because things wasn't going well, and then he became a prime minister again, and because you know he was encouraged by the U.S. support. Americans, of course, at the time, we always say right to self-determination, but um, we proved to be very hypocritical. Two years later, with the CIA coup, Operation Ajax, and then the Shah gains control, and then they continue to have this relationship. It's more of a transactional relationship. And we have to be, clear. you know, this is, um, you know, America still has some relationships like this to this day. But the irregular Iranian people didn't like the United States because of its hypocrisy, like I've mentioned, and it grew, and it just caused a revolution to happen. When people grew tired, fed up, this is why revolutions happen because 
If you keep cheating the people, we keep mistreating them. Eventually, a rise is going to happen. A rebellion is going to happen. A, a, a revolution that happens in many countries. All right, and they wanted to replace him with someone who hated the United States or the West as much as they do. And his full name was—you might be familiar with it—Rahula Mustafafi Musavi Khomeini. Who hates the West? All right, and once he was in power, he did everything in a very ruthless and authoritarian way to get rid of any Western influence. Okay, and despite all of that, as of today. We don't. We don't. We still don't have a good relationship with、um, Iran, and they have. They still have this anti-West、uh, mentality when it comes to that, because they were. There's a video there. I'm not going to play it about 1973s.、Um, mm-hmm. Iran in 1973 under the Shah. Okay, that was whoa, and we're gonna end it right here. This game rains, getting crazy. All right, so good night. Have a good day.